Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bring Back Our Kings podcast. Tonight's guest is our brother, filmmaker, film director, Mr. Emeka Mbadaway, who has a featured film on Amazon Prime called Lockdown Love. Besides his feature premiere, he is a public speaker. He does so many things for the betterment of our community. In addition, he has a wide variety of short films that touch base on mental illness, self-love, and inspire and uplift our people. It is so imperative that we support our filmmakers that look like us, that can identify us, because truth be told, those are the ones that need to be telling our story. So without further ado, kick back and tune in. This is Bring Back Our King. The podcast with our featured guests, Emeka and Bottaway. Peace, brother. Peace, peace, peace. Emeka, I, I wanted to stop by saying, what what got you into doing um, film production? Because um, I would never know. You know, I grew up with you as far as high school. I never knew that you was interested in this field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. I like. I looked at a lot of your uh, YouTube videos and they had me rolling and some inspiration in there. I seen um some healthy healthy tips and I see that you chisel yourself up. Yeah. Wow, man, he went from this guy to this guy, you know, and he pretty much everything I, I, I um when I went to my I'm a big guy and I went to these uh nutritional um um meetings with these doctors and it appears that all the stuff that they've been telling me for the longest and I guess I'm lazy I don't follow instructions. Mm-hmm. You pretty much put in a little video for everybody to see it. So I just thought that was awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to uh, ask you. So, uh, what inspired you to do your your film that just came to Amazon? Okay. Um, for, um, lockdown love. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th- this film in particular is called um, Lockdown Love, and um, inspiration came to me just a few months ago, like around um, as soon as the pandemic kind of hit because I had a film that I was supposed to shoot this year, like a bigger film, you know, I was in the process of trying to get the money and finding investors and the pandemic hit in March and that kind of, mm-hmm. that kind of derailed everything. So, you know, in a place of depression, cause I'm like, you know, I was ready to go forward with this movie. And then this happened. I didn't want to, I didn't want to sit home and not do nothing. So I said, what can I do? that you know may consider or may consist of just you know one location one actor and just something that d- doesn't require that much that much manpower so i was thinking 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 couldn't come up with anything and then i, I saw a movie on netflix called pihu p-i-h-u and mm-hmm. the is about a, a little girl who was pretty much home alone for about 24 hours in the house nobody else no dialogue just a little girl and Wow. They were they were able to pull it off for an hour and a half of just no talking, just nothing. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm like, if they could do it, <laughs> I could do it. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give it a shot too. So came up with a little idea: of a woman being at home during lockdown, maybe nothing to do. Maybe her boyfriend broke up with her, and she just has to deal with it for the next forty days. And then from there, I was like, you know what? I think we have a story. So. We got a casting. A lot of people responded. Uh, sent some video uh, submissions, and I found the girl that was incredible. I uh, gave her the role, and and we made it happen. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. 
man. I I ain't gonna lie, man. I was sitting there and said, okay, my brother making a, a, a movie. Okay, let me take a look at it on Netflix. I'm a, I'm a Prime member. So I sat there and I was just like, wow, this is deep. I got my mother looking at it, my fiance looking at it. They was like, it's awesome. And uh, at first, at first, because, you know, me and my fiance, we was watching a couple of action movies. So we was already amped up on some craziness. <laughs> and then um, when you was like, oh, I was remember you, we spoke. Then I said, yo, you got a film coming out. I said, okay, I'm going to take a look at it. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this is okay. All right. And this is right up the alley with a pandemic situation. Mm. And the the end part, you know, the part I'm not, I don't want to put all the details in. There. I prefer people to come out and watch um, Lockdown Love. You know, you go Amazon. If you got an Amazon account, go to Amazon, you know, Prime and just look up Lockdown Love and just watch it because I think it was awesome. And it's inspiration and self love is very important because a lot of people do commit suicide in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I think this video is a reminder that it makes you feel good about yourself. And I think it's important that sometimes we, we, we fall sight of that. And I think the message is very powerful in the movie. So I, I, I completely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Me and my, and my mother got a chance to watch it last night. And she's like, wow. She's like, Oh, that's your friend. I was like, yeah, you know, he's doing big things. And I, I just um, want to applaud you for the effort that it takes to make your movie and do what you have to do. And, you know, it's awesome. And I can lie, your YouTube videos is funny as hell, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And it's big. It's funny, too, because my co-host, my co-host, um, um, Red, he does, he does pretty much what you do. It's like he's making films and he's, he's doing big stuff. And I just was like, yo, y'all need to collaborate, you know, as a possibility later down the line, you know, y'all talk and see where y'all can compare notes with each other and perhaps make something happen. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I think it's important for us to collaborate. And I think with the kids out there, we don't need, um, we need to show them there's other ways to success and not just, um, playing basketball. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and by you, uh, brother Mecca, um, doing what you're doing, you're showing us kids that there's other ways. There's kids out there that look at you like, wow, maybe I can do film production, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, what is it? What is the um the inner workings that we don't see that that's that can be challenging for you from time to time as far as um, producing films and stuff like that? Well, the, the inner working is, uh, I guess, the most challenging part is, is um, I guess, dealing with a lot of different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, filmmaking is not a one-man team. It's like you have a lot of people that you have to kind of depend on. And um, mm-hmm. one missing link, you know, one person not, I guess, following through, following up, and doing what, what they're supposed to do could derail everything. Yeah, that's so, facts. Oh, okay. That's facts. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... You know, and, and like pre-production, when you're getting things ready, when you're kind of building the team and you're kind of waiting waiting for people to respond back and emails and, you know, did this person do that? And so so many different things that, um you know, need to get done, especially when, you know, in an independent world, you know, the funds are not really, you know, there's not like a studio movie where we have money to just throw out and just pay people left and right. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, volunteers and people that are willing to take low pay and and just help out. And it's difficult sometimes, challenging, not difficult, challenging sometimes to get people to just come up, want to be on board 
to something that they haven't seen, you know, take off yet. You know, once, once it's taken off, people, will, you know, they want to get on the ship once it's moving. Yes. <laughs> and that's a lot. You know? A lot of them do, does that. Exactly. They watch and see mm-hmm. what, what it does. And when, once it starts climbing up a little bit, mm-hmm. that's when people inbox you and start want to <laughs> be a part of the team mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that that's that's probably the most challenging things happening behind just getting everybody on the same page to all cooperate at the same uh, wavelength and get things accomplished. But other than that, you know, people, if, if everyone was uh, was on the same page and we were all moving like a, you know, well-oiled machine, everything's pretty smooth, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. That's, that's an excellent response. I, I enjoy that response. And yeah, I know it could be very challenging. You know, so many different personalities. Once you, you know what it is, I guess with making a film, it's not like just a one-person army where... You could just make it happen. You have to have the characters, the, the individuals that's helping you produce it. And it could be a very challenging um, situation, especially during a pandemic. So I give you a lot of uh, respect for you to even being able in a position to process a film during a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it was challenging. You know, we had to just make sure everybody was, you know, masked up. The lead characters was taking, make sure they took tests, the, um, COVID test and everything and make sure everybody was, you know, where they were supposed to be. But small yeah. location, min- minimal people, you know, we were able to p- pull it off for the grace of God. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. challenging, but, but, but definitely fun to do. It, it looked like it's entertaining. You know, I, I, I like... Um... I, I like performing arts. I, I like the whole idea of, of um, acting. I think there's a lot of messages that can be presented with acting because what we do is when we watch TV, we're basically watching actors yeah. anyway, yeah. you know, for whatever uh, message or whatever topic they're putting out there. So to me, I think it's a very important role, a very important thing that you're putting out there. And it's also to also let these because we uh we are the uh, bring back the king's podcast you know and it's since that we're trying to put a message out there that all of us is not in a messed up position or we we striving for excellence and we want to show a lot of let it know that there's a lot of brothers out there that's positive and, and doing stuff to to make a change and by you putting out inspiration like that you're, you're touching all races of people and i think it's important thank you thank so, you appreciate that my, my opinion, I think is awesome. I think we need to do that. And um, and brother, brother Red, he does. He's doing what you're doing right now. Like he's um, he has his own film production uh, company yeah. as well. And, um, he's based out of Virginia, and he got his little crew and stuff like that. And that's how I was like, wow. I say, wow, two like-minded people maybe can collaborate, maybe down the line, and um, see what mm-hmm. come up with. I understand that with the funding part can always be tough, yeah. you know. Yeah. And some see the some people don't see the the vision that you see. They only see what dollar signs I can make right now, and I think that could be the challenging yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. Right. Yes. But when, when you uh, like, I read Spike Lee's uh, in his book, and when you look at his trials before he came, who he was, um he had a lot of challenges too, you know, funding is always one of the major issues and getting people to volunteer their services. Cause I believe like this, if you could find somebody with the bigger picture, look at the bigger picture, volunteering your time is not 
it shouldn't be it should it shouldn't be for the community that hard, but it's hard for us. We could find time time for anything else that's not that that doesn't do nothing yeah. for us. But when it comes to like Von Chan for a cause, we have mm. issues with it. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of issues. I'm just saying the black community mm-hmm. is an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but not for nothing. Um so what and, and I, I don't know if I asked this question and framed it properly, but what was did you always have a passion when you was a kid or to like produce films or what really like really brought you out there that you know what I think this is what I'm gonna do because I never I never got that from you well I never really got a chance to see you in school we used different classes you was you was a you was a couple of grades ahead of me and stuff so yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, no, it, was, it was definitely never my passion at a you know high school my, my passion was girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never, I never, I never even knew what a filmmaker was. To be honest with you, you was a ladies' man too, man. Not to put your business out there, brother. I know we high school for twenty years, practically, but you was a ladies' man. All the women like, oh, that's the married there. So I, I yeah. remember those stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Pass. Okay, film, film, yeah. industry. Okay, yeah, that was my only, my only focus back then was just. Having fun, play basketball and girls, and the, the, the filmmaking thing came. It came to me almost by accident. Um, I had this. It's funny because I, I I heard this classical music song once, and I don't know. I don't remember where I heard it, but I was oh. listening to it, and I started envisioning like this scene of like this guy getting shot and falling down back in slow motion, and I just kept having that that vision in my head from listening to the song, and then I said, I said, you know what? I want to. Sh- I kind of want to shoot this. Like I want to just shoot it, shoot the scene. And my mom got me a camera, a, a little, a little handheld uh, camera back in the day. And I got my boy together, my boy Woodley from Staten Island as well. And I'm like, listen, I, I got okay. this idea for this, for this, uh, you know, this film I want to do. And he was like, bet. He he came alongside with me, and I was just giving him direction. Like, all right, shoot this. All right, put the camera there. All right, do this, do this. So we, we shot a nice little, maybe a six minute little short thing. I got it edited because I didn't know nothing about nothing, like technology wise, how to edit. Um, somebody cut it for me. And I had this little, this little seven minute short film that I put together with music because I used that song and put it in there. And um, at that time, Facebook wasn't really popping. Like, like the social media wasn't really a thing to like upload and everything. So there was really no uploaded, uploading access other than like YouTube. So I remember. Uh, I don't know if you remember ARP Adam from from Porishman. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so we were friends back. We were mm-hmm. friends, and he used to have these little events in his house where he would invite a lot of people to come over and watch like uh, the Mike Tyson fights, Super Bowls, and events <laughs> like that. So I remember asking him after the after the Mike Tyson fight, can, you know, can I screen this? Can can I show this short film to these people? Because there was a bunch of people that I knew, a few strangers, just you know, a, a room full of people. And he agreed, and you know the, the Mike Tyson fight is playing, and as you know, you know how, 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 how short the Mike Tyson fights. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they, they don't last, so I, I'm I'm anticipating. I'm nervous. Fights are over in like ten seconds, <laughs> you know. And, and he's like, "All right, yeah, before you go, I just want to show you guys my my boy's little short film. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy." So he played it. I'm I'm sitting in the back, you know, just just looking at the people watching. It finished. It concluded, yeah. and just like a, a, just a standing ovation, and people just clapping. And 
I was like, you know, that was the no. first time in my life that I have experienced, um, I guess, appreciation from something that I that I did, something I created. And mm -hmm. I was I would say the bug bit mm -hmm. me right there where I wanted I wanted more of that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So th th that was pretty much that was pretty much the um, the genesis. After that day of seeing people respond to something that I did, it, it, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. And from there, I never, I never stopped. I just kept, kept going forward. Apparently, God. So, so it's funny how God works in mysterious ways. You could have probably had something in mind that you wanted mm -hmm. to do with your life, but I guess God had a calling on you, and it appears that uh, mm -hmm. it's film production. You know. Now the question is, what is your style of films that you're trying to do in the future or is you're, you're all over the, like, like for, as for example, you're, you're, you're looking at a lot of different categories, but what is the main category that you, as far as your film that you're trying to produce nowadays? I, I aim to fo I focus on creative films that like inspire people, um, give people hope. Okay. Um, like I, I know what, it, when I watch a film like that, with those with those qualities characteristics in them i know how they make me feel and um, i, I want to make other people feel like that mm -hmm. too. yeah that's great i mean that, that's awesome and we need more feel good films yeah. nowadays you know sometimes i get corrupt with the whole uh violence and uh action and shooting films and stuff like that but that's not healthy for my um my soul but type of uh, films you're putting out, it appears to me that it's very healthy for my soul. It's inspiration. And consciously or subconsciously, it puts you in a better light. You start to feel good if you start looking at a lot of feel-good stuff. And I think a lot of people really don't pay attention to social engineering. Um, social engineering is very important. So it's like with the media, why so many rich people is so important. They focus on controlling what we see is because what we see is what we can manifest into our reality. So but none but negativity out there, you're gonna get negative yeah, responses yeah, from a lot sex. of people. Yeah. So you putting out an inspiration film is I think is very highly important. And I I believe that there's an area for this and you is uh, to me I I believe that you'll be creating your own area. You know, you got some other people that's doing it. But I think what you did, I think it was great. And I, I can't wait to continue to see more films thank that you, you produce that's like yeah, this. Yeah, I, yeah I, try to, I try also try to, because um, I'm, I'm a speaker as well. I speak to, I work with the youth for a long time. I was, I was a youth director. Mm. And I, I do some motivational speaking. And, and I figured out, I found out mm -hmm. that, you know, oftentimes, because I used to, I have a lot of short films that I, or I made a lot of them when I was working with the youth. And I noticed that I can okay. communicate. Sometimes you can speak to somebody and, and try to communicate a message to them, but it's a little bit more effective if they can see it in a movie, like a message. Yeah. So if you if you watch my films, like like you said earlier, like you're gonna have to dissect <laughs> because I, there's a lot of I put it, there's so much in there that I I, I want to feed people with, but they may not necessarily get the message if I just said it. But if they see it visually in a mm -hmm. film, it could resonate with them. So, so I have a lot of messages in my film um, that I try to get across to people that they can take and learn from and apply to their lives. You know, like I mean, in this, this particular film, there's about twenty of them. But I, I mean, just one of them without giving out any spoilers. Like, 
I would just say black dress. There was somebody holding themselves back from going forward. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's deep. Wow. So. Yeah. 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 That's deep. Yeah. That's that's awesome, and and you and you doing and you doing a good job, you know. And I'm happy to know you as a, you know. I happen to know that you out there changing the world. And films is very important. A lot of people try to diminish how important films are. You could change a person's mind overnight by just yeah. putting the right film out there. Yeah. So it's very powerful. It's a very powerful tool. And instead of us allowing, you know, and I have nothing against Hollywood or any of those places because Hollywood is just a business and they're going to put out whatever they pull. They pull out good stuff too and bad stuff. But you could yeah. be one to just put out a lot of good stuff, you know, and, um, and become an inspiration to everybody in America. You know, we we in a healing situation because, you know, and I'm not going to sit and, and a lot of people try to say, oh, we're going to blame Donald Trump. Donald Trump um, uh, made America bad. No, America was already bad and had some issues and stuff. And I would like to say, in my opinion, that um we just needed somebody to bring it together. And it's not necessarily a president. Maybe it's films, you know, music, movies, many, many different ways we can bring America together. Because we, at the end of the day, we, yeah. we the human race, you know. You know, we, we black first, you know, we human. We black, you know, African first, but we still humans. And um, I try to promote, you know, positivity, especially in the black community. When I look at the black community and how we suffer and we constantly go through a, a vicious cycle of doing the wrong thing, I think by you guys, like, you know, and you, Emeka, being out there and uh, putting out these positive films and they knowing that you're a brother that's doing it, not that you're trying to do it because you're a brother, you're just doing it because you have a passion for good. Um, It puts us in a better light, especially young men, you know, put a lot of young men in a better light saying, okay, maybe I can put out inspiration films. Everything don't have to be gory or violence or killing. Um, I understand that those mm-hmm. always get the most yeah. hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. World. <laughs> world. So it's going it to be some violence, yeah. you know, it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I find myself a victim to it from time to time watching but, the movies. But I inspiration film and I think that you gotta have some kind of healthy balance I understand the world has violence but we need also good films like yours to um, be put out there and um, let people know that there's yeah. other things you can yeah. be doing yeah you know that's the same thing how I started off with um my film like making making movies and stuff mm. and, and 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 everything I'm gonna just give you a little history about about me like I got red dot production and um i was i was um raised in staten allen and park hill and everything you know i was out there with the killer hill the drugs experience and everything friends with meth and wu-tang grew up with them went on tour with them and everything Mm. but the whole thing is i always kept saying i wanted to write a life story about myself growing up in park hill Mm. and my brother always my brother Calling Lou Films, they always for 20 years they've been doing films and everything. So I came to him with the idea mm-hmm. on I want to write a movie mm-hmm. on, on my life. So he was like, go ahead and write it. But 
like I was telling Curtis, I'm a street dude. I'm, you know, I'm standing in front of the building doing whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into that until one day when I moved down to Virginia and I sat there and like I told Curtis, I listened to some old school music mm-hmm. and I wrote a 45 page story on my life. Mm-hmm. And, and I called it the building because we used to sling out of the building, you know, 160 or, and, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to send a message because I was losing a lot of a lot of a lot of, of my friends to the to killings and, and to jail. Mm. So when I wrote this movie and, and I'm glad you said you gotta show something different to show these people. Mm-hmm. So I got five people that were selling drugs, robbing people in Park Hill. Mm-hmm. I went to them and said, Listen, I'm doing a movie. I'm an OG out there, so they're gonna listen to me. I was like, listen, I'm doing a movie. Instead of you robbing and selling drugs and shooting at people and stuff like that, let's do it on films. Because you can... Basically, I told them, you can't go to jail for this. And plus, people were still living and everything. And you can do it over and over and over again. You know them five people that I put in my movie first? Mm -hmm. They went on to do acting music and everything and they came back to me and said yo red i'm glad you put me into your movie because that changed my life Mm. like 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 i could have been in jail for for murder or doing 10 years in the feds or anything but i want to do this movie thing i want to act i want to write scripts i want to do this and everything so i'm on the same page you are we need to change their mind on is not basketball can take you out the hood. If you can write, if you can act, go for that. Yeah. 100%. Mm. Go for it. Yeah. And I did the same thing. Like you said, you was into girls playing basketball. I was into street elements and, and I wasn't into writing. You know, I like after I finished my first writing, mm-hmm. I, wrote, I read over 500 to 1,000 books. Damn. Like, like I just kept reading and reading, and now I write movies. That's my passion. I love writing scary movies, romance, urban movies, sci-fi movies. I love it now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I should have been doing this from 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 day one. But like I said, the 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 it, it took me somewhere else. Like I had to learn something. Now just like you said, motivation speakers and all that, like on my Facebook, I do sound off and I come up with a topic for the day and let people voice their opinions on mm. and everything. So yeah, I, I think me, me and you need to work on, 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 a, on a lot of stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Cause, 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 cause we got the same, the same mind mm. to, um, you know what I'm saying? To help. Yeah. People. I had that. Man, that's that's wonderful, man, and and that and that's what we need. We need uh, positivity on all levels, and even no matter what walks of life that we come from, we yeah. still the same people, man. At yeah. the end of the day, at least that's how we're viewed. So we need to put on if they're gonna watch us, yeah. we gonna need to put on a show for yes. them, a good yeah. show, and so to speak. So it's like we can, you know, it's a lot. And, and you know it, 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 it's sad. It saddens my heart sometimes to see the uh, dis- the uh, the lack of unity that um, the black community have from time to time. Because when I sit there and look, I say, you know what, we we have the potential to be a lot greater than yeah. we present to others. And 
we have just like they offer contribution to the to the, uh, the hood, the neighborhood. We can also do the same thing. Here's right. our contribution. We put out good films. Um, changing people, you know, like like I, I like graphic novels and I like action and like inspiration. Me, I like a variety of stuff. Like I have a mm. ADD <laughs> sort of speak. So like to keep my attention, I need to I need to watch many different styles of films. I even watch, I even like classical music. Like you would never think that about mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it touched me on a different level, and it's like the the vibration of listening to the ding ding ding, like Beethoven, yeah. Beethoven and stuff. It puts me in a different, um, mind and perspective, and I think it's very important that we need to start looking at films and music as a uh, as a way to put yeah, us in a different definitely. position than we in, you know? Yeah, facts. And, and Brother Mecca, I, I, I appreciate what you're doing. That's why I was like, wow, this man is doing big stuff and now he got something on Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? Uh, I was like, and black, and I'm gonna I'm mention it a few times because I want people to really sit there and when they listen to this, they're gonna say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm check this video out." They keep on mentioning this black um, lockdown love because the first mindset, and this is and this is the hot part about it. It's very catchy because the first mindset you think of a prison love movie. <laughs> But when you sit there and look at a lockdown love, okay, I get it because of the pandemic. We're all locked down, so to speak, because we're in a house where we really yeah. can't go places because everything closed yeah. down. Yeah, definitely that. Like, on electronic gadgets and stuff. So it really resonated what was really happening in the pandemic. So I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I and I, I got zoned out in there. Me and my fiance, we went from talking to quiet and just aspect of it and like I said the part really had me almost in tears and I'm a I'm a tough guy I don't like to miss stuff like that yeah 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 I'm gonna definitely check that out check 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 that out tonight and I and I also got a movie on prime on 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 prime on on Amazon too it's called the fifth king and uh, if you get a chance check it out it's about a um boxer from the 80s Iran Barkley and plus his nephew plays for the um Giants and, and and everything and we um rode around with him for like five years three three to five years like 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 we rode around with him and did a documentary on his story and it's a pretty good story it's a pretty good story and no a lot of p- people if you into boxing a lot of people didn't know about him mm. from from you know what i'm saying until we brought it up to light and we had People like Hawk, um, um, what's his name? We had a lot of back in the nineteen eighty, um, boxers came forward and talked on the documentary. Uh-huh. So, yeah, 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 definitely check it out. You're definitely gonna love it because he didn't get his chance to, um, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get his chance to, to be top and everything because uh-huh. um, a lot of politics in the um boxing game. Okay. And um and and um once you check it out, you're gonna understand. You're gonna be like, "Wow, this dude went through a lot." And the crazy part is, his sister taught him how to box. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on that. Definitely. That's, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. the Barkley story, right? Yeah, Ivan Barkley story, the fifth Bet. king. I'm on it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's good though, you know, and that's why I said. 
Um, that's why I, I would definitely like to see you two guys uh, collaborate on something, a project, you know. One thing I like about technology, we don't necessarily have to be in the same yes. room for every aspect now. I remember before, y'all got to be in the same room. Nah, we can kind of like have <laughs> some kind of separation. Yeah. If we were here, yeah. here we could still yeah. communicate on different yeah. levels. And brainstorm and stuff like that. Cause I, like I was talking to um, um, brother Red before, I was like, "What's the Fifty Cent? Do you honestly think 50, a guy like Fifty Cent? Yeah, he could write rap and all that stuff. Do you honestly think he not write movies? No, he got a writer, and he just put his vision. And the writer's responsibility yeah. was to put his vision on on words, mm-hmm. so it could be presented on a film. So, once you got the vision, yeah. and let's say you're not the writing type person." Then now you can you can get somebody that's real good at writing and they're real good at taking the information that you present in front of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now they can make your film big. Yeah. And plus you got a lot of people out there that just like me, I didn't know I could write movies until I got put into that position to to write a movie. And just like all these people out here out here they go by a phase, okay, you got to play basketball to get out the hood, or you got to rap to get out the hood. It's other, it's other different stuff you can do to get out yeah. the hood. You know, it's just like people just got that mindset on, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that. Just like um, Curtis said, only 35, what, 35 um, people a year go into the mm. NBA? <laughs> okay, yep. Uh, so, th- so think mm. about yeah, all the young black kids in America, all the young black kids in America, it's like millions, you know. If if it's not millions, it's definitely thousands, hundreds of thousands. You know, I don't know the specific statistics statistics on it, but out of all of them, only thirty five percent going thirty five mm-hmm. players yep. per year. So when you look at the numbers, it's like we setting our kids up for failure, and we putting it in that position. Where we all trying to say, okay, go play sports because you play sports, um, you might be able to make it to the NBA. Now, if the kid don't make it to the NBA, which is highly likely, because you got to be very exceptional. Think about it, you got to be better than all these people. Um, yeah. Now yeah. you set them up for failure. You, you set, now that's the reason why, like with my kids, I say, okay, you could play edu- you could play sports, but look at it as a free way to get through college yes. without having to pay. I put it in that aspect. Let it be your ticket to get free education and not to uh, think that you're going to make it to the NBA. If you make it to the NBA, that's a plus. But we're yeah. not. your goal is to get your education for free. So if you start being a realist with your kids and be like, listen, this is what I need you to do. I want you to get free free college. Free college is where you can get free education. You know, academics, unfortunately, because of the school system, um, School system don't have to. They don't have a, a. They used to have a mentally gifted program because it was funded by the yeah. federal government. Federal government took yeah. that out, unfortunately. So you got schools that have those programs, but those programs are not a variety. It's not for all schools. It's only for some schools that decide they want to keep their mentally gifted program. Mm-hmm. But for the for the whole school yeah. system, they don't have they don't have that no more. That was in the days. Now they just got education system where the system hustle on the kids in the sense that a lot of teachers and and and, and I have nothing against teachers because I had mm-hmm. some good teachers, you know, for all races. Um, 
the kids tend to have problems, they might put them in special education. Well, special education makes a lot of money for each kid. Like the school system gets damn near double what they get for each kid that had that that get classified as some type of medical problem like uh mm-hmm. ADHD or ADD, whatever right. you want to call it. And I and I, and, and but when 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 we as, as doing being careful and doing research, we realize that the reason why the kids are moving around and not doing what they're supposed to do is because part of it is that they bored. They feel like they're not learning. They're probably overachievers. They probably the information in yeah. front of them is just too mm-hmm. simple yeah. for them yeah. to want to do I, it. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> I definitely believe that. Yeah. So not to get too crazy on it, but it's like when you say that you're doing uh, mentorship towards kids. What challenges that you would say that you um, have from time to time with young young kids, um, trying to put them in a better position, well, uh, um, see. brother well, Mecca? Right now, I guess the challenges would be, um, I guess, just getting through them, getting through to to the young people who are being consumed with everything around them, the the, the social media, the girls, the the drugs, the. the- the, me- the messed music, up rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's like, I noticed that with young people, um, it's a little bit challenging for them to, like, I, I tell people about the music. Like, I know there's a, there's a, um, there's a quote that goes, the repetition of a message constitutes mental programming. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, like, I always give them the example of, like, mm-hmm. you know, tell me, your, you know, one of your favorite songs. And then they'll tell me the song and then you know they, they'll start quoting the lyrics and i'm like the, the reason that you know those lyrics is because you kept listening to the song over and over again so i'm like now the song is is planted into your subconscious mind without you even giving the song mm-hmm. permission to be planted there right so mm-hmm. the same thing mm-hmm. with, with all the music that you've been playing in your headphones all day listening to these songs is like they're planting um they're planting messages into your brain and you mm-hmm. don't realize it, and then you're becoming what you're listening to over time. You know? Yes. You know, you, you yes. may not realize I, it, I but, but it's true. It's subconscious. Like I remember mm-hmm. back in um, was it high school or after high school? I saw listening to uh, you know Styles P. <laughs> and it, mm-hmm. th- there was one song he had mm-hmm. where he was talking about you know carrying his knife and using his knife, and then I remember. I started carrying a knife, but yeah. <laughs> you know, and everywhere I went, I have I have my knife right on my hip, you know, and it's like it's from the music, it's from the music. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll be trying to tell these young kids, and it's like that part is a little hard for them to to accept because they love the music, they love the the beats and everything, but just the idea of just listening to these songs, like you don't know you don't know what kind of messages they're planted in your in your mind, and you start acting out these things and you don't even realize it. So that that's probably the most challenging thing, trying to get get the message across to these kids as far as the music goes. Because I mean, you can't tell a kid not to listen to this. You know, this is music. This is everything. You know, yeah. people, that's all they do. Mm-hmm. The headphones yeah. in the air all day, listening to the music. And you think it's you think it's easy to convince a kid to go from, you know, Fifty Cent to some classical music. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that, that's probably the most challenging um, part of communicating that idea about the music. Because I'm very. I understand it very well. I understand how music works. I, I, I've experienced it in my life. So, you know? Yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But awesome. also, awesome. remember, in, in the 90s, um, they had classical music. Remember, they had the girl that was playing the violin? Mm-hmm. violin? 
to uh, yeah. hip hop music, and it sound good. It sound good. Now, if we can keep like like I always say, the music we had back then, we had um um conscious music. We had <laughs> hip hop, hip hop music, gang, gangster music. We had all different types of music to, to listen to. If you didn't want to listen to Kooji rap, you listen mm-hmm. to De La Soul. But today, it's none of that. It's none of that. It's strictly like some of the music is good, but most of it mm-hmm. is garbage because be, be, because yeah. they got they get the same beat and then they talk about trap. They talk about like a lot of people said we um uh, um sold drugs back in the days. Y'all mm-hmm. take drug drug music now and y'all messed mm-hmm. up like like the dude. I just had a um one of my partners. The dude, the rapper that put a twenty-five diamond in his middle of his of his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there like, 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 like I'm gonna be honest with you. If I mm-hmm. was back in the days, I'd have I'd have went looking for him. <laughs> I'd have definitely went looking for him. Oh yeah, you, oh you want to be black? But 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 it's the mindset of these rappers these days. Who's putting a twenty five million dollar diamond, mm-hmm. a pink diamond, mm. in your forehead? And you know what I'm saying? And 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 that's <laughs> telling me these kids, is, they need help. They 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 are reaching mm. out for help. Got to be you. Got to be reaching out for help because you got a lot yeah. of rappers getting killed. A lot of rappers is getting killed over nonsense. Yeah, so 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 that's why I want to help. I'm trying to help and try to bring back the yeah, old way. Yeah, that's 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 true, man. That's um, a hundred percent. Just yeah. the influence and, and the young people's minds are like sponges. You know, they're gonna absorb everything that they see. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. and and they doing it. And I'm like, wow. But um, getting off that subject, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you a question. I'm trying to trying to get people to invest into my um um a red dot production and do different types of film um um can you explain how you get your yeah so i have so basically so far the 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 main film that i talked about before that i wanted to shoot i was um i was in talks with different investors to try to get some money like just kind of it was we were in pre-production mode it was early stages um i didn't land any of them okay um but we we were in the talk with this particular one this particular film that i just shot was all out of pocket this was just like um you know yeah okay, okay it was supposed to be real 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 light but it got a little bit more i guess you know as you build <laughs> you start you start realizing okay i need a little mm-hmm. more, more money for this oh that oh, we, we gotta buy that yes but this, mm-hmm. you gotta cut yeah, corners exactly, over here. Exactly. so this <laughs> yeah. particular one everything yeah. i've done thus far has been out of pocket you know other than the, okay. other than the um i, ha- okay. I had a six episode web series that's on youtube now that i shot here in Staten Island, and that one I did. Um, you know, are you familiar with crowdfunding? Like, yeah, like, like GoFundMe. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so we yeah. did, we did a nice little GoFundMe. Um, we raised about twenty five hundred dollars with that, and then I put my twenty five hundred dollars okay. on top of that, and so we were able to shoot about six yeah. episodes for about five racks. And uh, you know, just okay. Listen, okay. right now my pockets are like rabbit ears. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was asking because when, when um when I sh- first wrote my first um web series, like like I want to put it out there to to, to let people know, 
we was the first persons in Staten Island that mm. wrote a web series. We I, we wrote our rep web series mm. in two thousand nine, and, and and everything. And when when I wrote the web series, it's it's called the building. A lot of like like I forgot the people in Brooklyn that that got mm-hmm. to deal with from Jay Z. Well, one of their friends, um, sons was living in Park Hill at the time and he see what we was doing and he took it out to Brooklyn and, 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 and we was going for a movie deal. Like we had talks with um Ice Cube and everything and E forty brothers. They loved the concept because they was like, yo, that's a Wu Tang movie because you from Park Hill, you talking about growing up with them. It's a Wu Tang movie. And we was before Empire, we was before NWA movie, before all of this, like you know, black—I I call it black—black black expo movies that's coming out and web series and everything. We were the first one, but we mm. didn't have a lane for it and everything. But people took bits and parts of it and yeah. made a lane for us and, and everything. And when we did our movie, the the the, the two the, the two episodes, <laughs> we only did two episodes. People thought we spent like twenty twenty thousand to thirty thousand mm. to make this. Make this, and we only wow. spent five hundred dollars. <laughs> we, we, we spent five hundred dollars, but we, we got creative. Like, 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 we was the first ones in Park Hill or Staten Island. When we put it out there, people started coming. Like, yo, listen, I want to act. I want to do this, and we set up an mm-hmm. audition in Manhattan, and we got people to come out on on just like you said. On their spare time, we ain't had to pay no money to them. The only thing we did pay cab, a cab fare, mm, and had some food for them. And 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 uh, and um, everybody was there every Friday and Saturday and mm. Sunday. They was there. No money down or nothing, and we made a big buzz off it. Yeah. I mean, we made a big buzz, and 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 everything. So that's why when I was saying investments now. I tell people they stimulus yeah, checks. Yeah, that's yeah. an investment. Yeah, that's where all that money that, that we got this uh, little pandemic time. That's that was that was what you saw on Prime. <laughs> yeah. 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 See. 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 Yeah. See. I see. We think the same because, like I said, I took that. I said, okay. I bought my little Mac with mm-hmm. the um iMovie on it. And so that so now I'm basically I'm learning how to edit and I'm shoot. Like I don't do the shooting or editing. I just write it, my brother and them, or film it or whatever, whatever. Now I say it's my time to learn how to, to do all of this, be a one-man, mm, a one-man yeah. band, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that we don't have enough collaboration. Um, for both of you guys, like, if you ever right. do a film and y'all need a free actor, <laughs> I'll be more helping to be a free actor. I don't want no more. I only want it, I only want exposure, and I want you guys to be on a, on a map because I'm more about empowering my people. So it's like anything I can do to help on any level, as far as providing my time, and and later down the line, we'll be able to provide money. Right now, a pandemic make things. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it makes it when you, it's like I swear, man. I, I swear, my world it feels as though once you get your hands on a few extra dollars, and something come along yeah. and snatch it. Yes. <laughs> Like somebody waiting in the sidelines to say, yeah, "Hey, give yeah. me that. You owe me for this." <laughs> <laughs> Reality is like you know, for you brothers, anytime you ever need an actor, 
free 99. I don't cost a dime. I got a son that wants to act too. And um, he's, he seemed like he's a little passionate about it. Um, and, you know, I'm just more, I just more focus on the message and the exposure of you guys, like being in a better position later, because y'all, y'all be the ones that provide people for jobs later, you know, especially in Mecca, like, You'll be in a position where you could provide people good paying jobs later down the line. You know, Tyler Perry, yes. anybody yes. can get Tyler yes. Perry. Tyler started from nothing. And not saying that it's easy. No, he sacrificed a lot. And, yeah. he, you know, he got where he at. And he had a degree in architect. And it just mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't his passion. Yeah. So he was living yeah. out of his car. And. And, his, and, 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 and that's why I say it's very important. Once you got a passion for something, yes. it's different. Forget having goals and say, okay, I want to be this. Like, I'm a computer engineer. I'm not even working in the computer field right now. I do a little freelance work when I need extra money. I can do freelancing, fix people networks. People got problems. Um, people want to write a program. I write. I know how to write programs. It's not my area of expertise. I'm a, I'm a, if you look me up on paper, I'm a software engineer, but I really don't read writing <laughs> software like that. <laughs> but my, my area, my, my thing is, um, I like being a mailman. I like helping people get their mail. You know, that's just me. You know, I like, I guess I'm a worker bee in some aspects and then um, giving back. Like I did motivational speaking, not, not like you, as far as the youth. I went to like Rikers Island a few times and I, and I talked to the young brothers there like, yo, you could be doing something different. You don't need to do this. Um, don't think this is the only way. I understand your circumstances might be screwed up and you think that you're against yeah. all odds, but trust and believe, there's opportunities. It ain't really that many opportunities. I'll be saying that as a motivation, but to be honest with you, it's not that many opportunities. And I think by you brothers out there doing something different, y'all, y'all creating that category to make it bigger and with, you know make it bigger mm-hmm. and, and important so kids can see that there's other categories. Because right now the categories for us brothers, especially young young folks that are living in the neighborhoods, it's not that it's not that many opportunities. So I just. Say kudos to both of you, kudos to you, Mecca, because making a film on inspiration, I think that was very important, and I and I and I I tip my hat to it because I was sitting there like, wow, this movie is awesome, you know. And, I, and I'm a tough critic. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a jerk. If I said the movie sucked, trust me, believe it, I would have told you, like, brother, your film, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a you know why? If I'm gonna be a friend, if I'm gonna be a boy, I'm not gonna tell you no. I'm not gonna sit here and um yes tell you what you want to hear. Look at R. Kelly. Look at R. Kelly's situation. All those guys are yes people. If if he had somebody in his, that was with him, but the hell are you don't <laughs> mess with these young girls. You yeah. Because everybody co-signed yeah. his bull crap. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the one. I'm gonna tell you, and you might not want to. And once I talk to you, you might not want to talk to me for a couple of months. Nah, but that's but, okay. But, but 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 people like that. That's how you know. If, if if you're going in the right direction. Because if you sit there and say yes, 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 yes all the time, yeah. you're going to get a rude awakening later down the line. And like, say, if you go to these big execs and everything, you'd be like, but my homeboys mm-hmm. and my friends saying I'm good. But, but if they've been in the game 20, 30 years, they're going to let you know, listen, yeah. this shit is whack. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to come up with something better <laughs> and everything or whatever. Or you on the right path, but you're going to have to change up. Because a lot of people sit there and they try to go, how you say it? They mm. want to go with the hood way and everything. And sometimes you can't go with the hood. Just like with my brother. 
he explained to me this, like, like, like I, like I said, I didn't know nothing about filming and everything, and I'm writing. He said, no, I like how you write and everything, but he said, for them to notice you, you got to throw a little Hollywood in there. You, you know what I'm saying? And at first, I didn't get it. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, mm. ah, this ain't no Hollywood shit. Like, this is some screen, but I understand. When I start looking at movies and stuff, then I'm like, okay, I understand what you're saying now. And everything with criticism, it goes a long way, especially in the movie business, because you, you don't want to you want to do it your way. But so, certain people might be like, listen, you're right. I like how you're mm-hmm. doing that. But once you flip it this way and you be like, oh, yeah. OK, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. And, you know, it yeah. might work out for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess. um um, as long as it doesn't change the message, flipping things around the scenes and, and, and certain things that you're going to present into the film, and it still has to, as long as the message is strong, because I guess it all depends on what is your plot for your story. And as long as your plot is being executed, I guess it doesn't matter if you change a few elements around here and there, if it, catered, if it, if it seems to be in a better situation where it could put more people to wanting to watch your film, so... I, I personally, you know, I, I'm not a film director. No. Like, yeah. I don't know nothing like you guys. Y'all expert. Emeka, you're expert. I don't know that about the stuff. But I'm just saying, yeah. if yeah. it doesn't change the message, I don't mind critiquing certain yeah. things. No matter how good you are, it's always a learning. You know, we can always stay teachable. That's what I learned about life. You could be teachable. And you guys... Uh, and the reason why I say that you're helping the community on a level that y'all probably don't even understand, I understand it more deeper, but maybe I do understand it, that you help disrupting the prison, the pipeline. Like, Mecca, you said that you uh, you uh, you yeah. talk to these young youth. You disrupting mm-hmm. the prison, the pipeline. Mm-hmm. You disrupting it. You're, you're single-handedly disrupting it, but every time you commit it to the kid and put them in a different position... You put them in a position where they're not going to sit there and go to school, get caught up in school, and then end up getting locked up because of, they are product of the, they become a product of the environment. You're disrupting that. So even though that you're creating films, you're also doing good things for the community by speaking to these kids. So motivation speech and motivation speech yeah. is very important, and I commend you for that. You know, and I commend you, brother Red, for um for uh teaching brothers there's other ways to uh do it you know like these like you said before these brothers out here hustling and shooting robbing doing whatever the environment has and you changing a whole you disrupting the whole environment by saying hey you could do this you want to do you want to do yes. all that right, let's do this yeah, on film yeah. yes change the mindset too and put them in a different perspective like well maybe i don't need to do all this so i I, I, I like I like to see this like Emeka like your film it touched me and um and your short films like I swear that the, the the dietary part when you're talking about how um black people uh, part of our issues is our diet I mean the main main source of our problems is our diet it's very important when you put that on the, um the film that film that you did uh on YouTube you're absolutely right our diet is killing yeah. us man killing us more yeah. than people getting shot yeah. in the hood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we dying because we're not eating right. Yeah, yeah I got to check that yeah. out because, like, like, yeah, I got to check Man, that out awesome. because I walk six miles a day 
but my eating habits is, is, mm, yeah. is, is, yeah. is not up to I even got a, if you know the Curtis, <laughs> I plugged that book in, in the film, right? So that, that book is live too. People, I put everything in that book. It's, I got a small book called, called Ho, H-O-E. Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah, 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 I looked at that, yeah. Health and nutrition and, and motivation. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely got to get on that. Yeah, it's awesome. I seen the book too. That's what I was about to promote next. I was like, you got the book. So I just wanted to describe the health. And that's why I was talking about the health because we thinking, see, here's the thing. We thinking most of us is dying by the hands of others in our, in our community, but we're actually dying by our diets, you know? We we need to try to minimize the amount of pharmaceutical drugs that we take because that's killing us as well. But when you got diabetes and high blood pressure and hypertension, yeah. we're dying yeah. from that mm-hmm. at a record yes. number more than any other yes. race. You know, because we, you know, and I'm not sitting there. I don't I don't really know the biology of every other race, but I know the biology of African people, so to speak. We more meant to take eat natural stuff so when we take all this uh preservative type foods and stuff the same way is able to be preserved a long period of time without expiring that's the exactly. same thing that we ingesting in our system yeah. in which it takes longer to digest so when i was listening to your film i'm like wow a lot of this stuff that you were saying in your film i got it from Doctors, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm not lying about what you say. I got a freaking doctors, like nutritionists. I sat down with nutritionists and it was breaking down and educating me. You know, I'm busy sitting there that there's a pill for everything, so I'm in a nutritionist. Like, okay, what pill I can take so I can lose this weight? Yep. It work that way. <laughs> hey. Wow, silly, silly yeah, yeah, for kids, right? <laughs> Yeah, so um, you ever thought about doing a movie, uh, a whole movie about it, like health and stuff? And see, you you know, you know what it is. I don't know as far as lawsuits, like you get sued, you know, what you present in the films and stuff. I don't know all the legal ramifications when it comes to film production, production or whatever. And that's the part that's kind of scary too, right? Like mm-hmm. you could put out a lot of stuff. Like I seen some guy put out something about yeah. McDonald's, but he was he was actually approved mm-hmm. to do it, which is weird. Proven to do it, so that's why he didn't get sued. But they put out how McDonald's got so much preservatives that he could put a wrapper yeah. and put it in his uh, put it in his cabinet mm-hmm. for a whole year <laughs> with the bun, yeah. everything good. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if we eating that and it's taking a long time to like break down outside the body, exactly. just can imagine how it takes a long time to, to um, digest in our colon. That system, so wow. So, what inspired you? What inspired you but to was, um, 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 make a short film me, about I that? Had a lot of ailments and problems, health issues growing up, um, like different things that, that I saw were a result of the things I was eating. Mm-hmm. Um, just one of them, real quick. I was born with asthma. Um, I can, I can never remember not taking medication. Okay, like, me from too. when I was a baby yeah. to. I got the asthma pump at like 13 and I used that pump for like 20 years, like just every, every single day. Cause I played sports. Wow. And you know, before you play sports, you got to take that pump you know what I'm saying? or <laughs> you're going to have a problem. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. ha- had the asthma all my life, and then one wow. day I came yeah. across information about they talk about dairy and that dairy is mucus forming and inflammation. So I said, you know what? Let me yeah. let me cut out. Let mm-hmm. me just do a little experiment. Cut out all dairy, you know, milk, cheese, yogurt, mayonnaise, everything, just for like a month. Do you know that after that month, <clears throat> the asthma that I had for over thirty years just 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 disappeared, like, like gone, like. I'm talking about wow. somebody using a pump every single day mm. for their whole life. Now it's like asthma is just gone. <laughs> it's something I was born with. It's not like I inherited. Wow. It's not like I, I was diagnosed at a later age. I had this all my life. So just seeing that alone, cutting out the dairy and seeing my asthma go away, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, there must be something to what we're eating. I'm, I'm adopting that. Now I'm adopting a little deeper yes. and see if I can, you know, clear my skin now because I had bad acne in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Curtis, but I'm, I had the girls, but you know, my face wasn't. <laughs> I remember, but you had, and that's why I said you, yeah, yeah, because you had. In my appearance, uh, from what I see from you, you had high health, high yeah, self-esteem. Yeah. So it, it, it was high, but I overlooked like, uh, your, your was, acne um, situation. It was a very depressing thing for me. Like <laughs> it, was, it was really bad because high school, you know how it is. You know, you, you you're young and you're trying to fit in, and people have jokes, and you crack jokes, and you're laughing, but inside, you know, you're not laughing at that that hard. So after yeah. that, after that, yeah. you know, I started reading up on health and watching videos, and I got you know put onto Dr. Sebi. He's in my movie. You seen him in there? <laughs> yeah. So. I follow. I follow him. I'm a. I'm gonna buy your book and I'm gonna read it because um, yeah. I follow Doctor Sebi. Uh, I understand that. Where he made a lot of sense when he talked about um, information, which is mucus. Information, yeah, yeah. same thing. Any way you want to call it, your body produces yeah. it when it's under attack. So, like, when when it comes to COVID nineteen. I know a lot about chemistry. I study chemistry yeah. and stuff like that. I'm, uh, I won't say I'm a chemistry major, but I, I study a lot of it in college. Um, your body overproduces it. And I think that's pretty much the reason why a lot of us die from this, the, the, the symptoms of it. Like, for example, with COVID-19, because the uh, COVID-19 happens to affect your lungs and mess up the blood oxygen levels on your lungs and stuff like that, yeah. your body and, re- and, and response to it creates mucus. Now, mm. fortunately, it, cre- it overproduces too much nucleus and it drowns the lung. So now you're dying from the complications of COVID, mm-hmm. and you only really die because your body's producing all this nucleus to try to fight off. Because nucleus is very powerful. If you really look at it, if you ever, as a kid, I was a, I was a sickly mm. kid too with asthma. But when I sneeze on my hand, and if I don't wipe that nucleus up in time. It did put a stain wow. on my my arm, and there's a reason for that because mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's very strong. Think about it being in your body, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. taking off your lung for a certain period of time. It damn near kills the organs because it's very strong. So that's you know that's one of the things. And um, with this whole COVID nineteen thing, I think everybody's uh, going crazy. I said, listen, you don't need to go crazy. All you yep. need to do is keep your health in order and. Rebecca, you got the right idea. Stay away from anything that's anti-inflammatory yeah. foods. Cheese, dairy products is inflammatory. Dairy products will help create mucus. So you stay away yeah. from that stuff. Keep your body at an alkaline level, meaning drink a lot of water. 
a virus has a hard time living in an alkaline yeah. body. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that a lot of us know, but we don't even we take it for granted. Yeah, I drink the water every day. Every every day I drink it. Yeah, and the crazy part, I drink I drink water in the morning, like warm temperature water, and and plus I eat fruit mm-hmm. in the morning. That's all I eat in the morning for my breakfast. Like like I don't eat. Hmm? Well, that's that's what the Chinese do. And the funny thing is, Chinese people have been doing that for their culture. That's why a lot of them don't get sick. They do that. They yeah. drink warm water in the morning. Warm water before they go out and, and, and start their day. Um, the correlation between, um, like, for example, this whole COVID-19 thing, um, we could all, no matter what your medical problems are, you could become asymptomatic to it if you follow certain steps. One of the most important things, your body has 102 minerals yeah. that it craves. They got something called uh, yeah, Irish yeah. sea moss. Mm-hmm. Sea moss has 92 minerals that the body needs. That's one way of doing it. Um, I'm not a fan with all vitamins because I know that once you use that starch in your body, it's not that great mm-hmm. for you, so how you intake your vitamins. Sometimes it's not that good for you. Yeah. It all depends on what company is providing the vitamins for you, if it's high concentrated. Because you know they always use starch to put, and they put the vitamin components in there along with the starch. And that's why the pills, I even see how the pills are being made and all that. Like they smash it down and then become a little mm-hmm. tablet and then they put it inside of a, uh, yeah. a container and tell it to yeah. people and stuff like this. So <laughs> I got a chance to see that. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> A little like regular baking soda mm. or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what what are some let's talk about your book. The HOE book. How now. <laughs> let's talk about your book and as far as um just for the viewers, just explain um what the uh the acronym means and Hull, also explain what the contents of the book stands for heaven you know? on earth. And the reason I call it that is because Okay. In order for any of us to try to experience what heaven on earth might be like, it will first start with optimal health. Because without your health, you have nothing. <laughs> so out of all the mm-hmm. things I can teach, yes. you know, how to how to be successful, how to be a filmmaker, how to get this, how to get that, all of that means nothing if you don't have your health. You know, Steve Jobs Steve Jobs was, was one of the richest people on the planet. That's true. He couldn't, um, you know, um, rest his soul, but he couldn't, there's nothing that he could have done or purchased to restore his health, you know? So I tell people, the book was just pretty much put together to try to inform people about better health choices, Mm -hmm. um, some food food alternatives, some things that you probably should consider, some things to not do and some things to do, as well as motivational things that can help motivate and inspire you to do them. Because, I mean, we all know what to do, right? Like, the bottom line is, if you, you can go find someone who yeah. is obese, you can ask them, you can be like, you know, we need some tips on how to lose weight. They'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> everyone everyone kind of has an idea of what they should do, but the question is not what to do, but how to do mm-hmm. it. You know, like, having the motivation, or, like, what inspires you to put down that donut and go pick up that, you know, in a healthy salad or whatever. I talk about the challenges and how to wow, basically how to do it mm. because it's not it's not always easy to just you you living in the hood you're eating you know um, pork fried rice and chicken wings every day all of a sudden 
<laughs> yes, sir. That's when I listen. I used to eat like pork fried rice and chicken wings was my was my daily bread every day for like ten years. <laughs> Is it? It, it was two seventy five. I don't know how much it is now, but I, I, I put six six soy sauce and six duck my sauce. Favorite. My favorite. That, that, wow. That's probably why I, that's I ended so, up. So I, I got so high blood pressure. I had it, and so it was killing me. I, I was waking up with headaches every single day. Yeah, you know. So these are some of the things that I, I was able to heal myself from. But wow, people need to have know how to do it, how to make the transition because. It's not so much about I don't want to eat healthy. It's about what options. I don't know what to eat. You know what I'm saying? Because they just need to be able to replace those foods with different foods that are, that are just as tasty and just as, and even more healthy. So, in, in the book. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow, did, man. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. <laughs> No, no, because I, I I like what he's saying because I did that. I started changing my lifestyle mm -hmm. like about three years ago of food eating and 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 everything because I was I'm getting older. Mm. Like like I'll be fifty four this year and I don't have no high blood pressure or nothing. Mm. But the crazy mm. part about it, I eat chips with everything. Wow. <laughs> I eat potato chips with everything. I had to mm. I had to cut that out. I had to cut a lot of stuff out. And stuff. So, um, oh, oh, that's where, on Amazon too. You, you just type in, yeah, you can either type in my full name or you can type in h.o.e and it'll pop right up. Okay, for the viewers, for the viewers that don't know who you are, they only, I only said your name, but I never actually spelled it out. Can you please um spell your uh, first and last name and also the name of the book so they can um so they can be able to get it as well? I no doubt, no doubt. You. Yeah, so my book is it just if you type in h dot o dot e it'll it'll it should be the first book that pops up is green with big h o e right right at the top at, at the title and uh, oh you can type in my full name which is e mecca okay. it's e m e k a real simple um and my last name is and by the way which is spelled m for mary b for boy a for apple d for david i w e and by the way nice that's that's Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because matter of mm -hmm. fact, because I'm gonna order that you know, book. And, so and if you like, if you like the audio book, um, <laughs> if you you listen, because me, I, I'm not too big of a fan of. I don't read much physical books. I like I like to listen to stuff often. So, if you need an audio book, just let me know. I, you know, I shoot you that email. I shoot you a, a okay. link so you can download it and listen to it whenever you want. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm a big. I guess I'm a big old fashioned here, guys. Um, I still. Read, read. But, you know, honestly, when we on a go, because life is so fast-paced nowadays, sometimes audiobook is acceptable because um, we don't know what we're doing. Like, once that we're in transit, we're moving, we're doing places, you don't really got time to sit there and look at a book and read each word. Mm -hmm. But at least if you can listen to it, you, you're in taking the information as well, as long as you're a good listener. Yeah. So, this is yeah. audiobook also, too, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah but... um. I think it's very important because I think one of the biggest issues when it comes to the black community, we don't promote health. Mm -hmm. health biggest issues, you know, self-love. Yeah. And here's how everything correlates together. And that's why you, to me, Emeka, I think you're a well-rounded brother because you put out inspiration and you also promoting health. Yeah. Well, a lot of our viewers probably wouldn't notice, but um, 
health, yeah. physical health, and mental health goes together physically. Right. And the reason because if you think bad about yourself, you could have a physical yeah. problem with yourself. Mm-hmm. How you feel about yourself can affect your health. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of unfortunate because when you see a lot of um things when it comes to medical, they don't really talk about how you feel about yourself affecting your 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 health. Mm-hmm. Like if you feel good about like let's say if you got that good feeling and stuff, endorphins in your body makes your body soothing, make you feel good, so it, it provides you endorphins. Yeah, so yeah. Just to let you know, that's just a, bra- a, a basic idea that how you feel about yourself manifests into your physical reality. So if you feel bad about yourself, that's why I say if you suffer from mental illness as far as depression and all that, mm-hmm. give it some time. Your body gonna start breaking down. Give it some time. Yeah, you got a medical issue that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the healthiest state, it's because the fact that your mind is not working with your body, and it goes together. So I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to put it out there because I think a lot of people think that it's separated. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So it's, it's eating, all connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, eating also affects your mental health as well. So we eat a lot of bad foods. It kind of helps contribute to negative thoughts. Exactly. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. And and when I see you, Brother Mecca, you seem to be so, um, you seem to be so like high energy and so like great and feeling good. And that's why I was like, this brother's eating good. I got to get like him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm still, I'm still in the bad foods. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I do health. Don't get me wrong. I eat healthy stuff, uh-huh. but I do a lot more talking than my, um, my practicing. I don't really practice as much as I should be. But um, yeah. I'm transitioning. I'm in a transition period. I like to say that. <laughs> That's all you need. Is is a, is a, is a process. Is um, when I used to eat those types of foods. I mean, I, I was. I know a lot of those foods are. Tr- uh, um, they trigger the, ag- the aggression. That we see, mm-hmm. like in the hood, like it's just foods. People don't realize it. They just think that the people yeah. want to do and, and do certain things, but it's a hundred percent what what they're consuming on a regular basis because it, it affects your brain, it affects your thought process, it affects mm-hmm. your mood. Um, it's the food, you know. But you know, when, when I, start, yeah. I I got I got I used to be a little bit more reckless, but the food is is, is one of the reasons why. I'm, I'm even more calm now. Like I, I make better choices with everything. I'm able to think. I have a clear mind. You know, I can um, write these scripts. Like <laughs> I can come up with these ideas. Not because you know these are these are all yeah, ideas yeah. and things that I come up with mm-hmm. with a, with only um, with, with a clear mind. You know. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you look at one thing, if you look at when it, when it comes to food, the things that you're yeah. putting in your body. That's- if if you look at it, you buy a brand new car from. You know the um the dealership or whatever that brand of car could be like your brand new body and then you, you have instructions of what kind of fuel to put in there right you, if you mm-hmm. buy a brand new car they're like do not put regular yeah. <laughs> regular mm-hmm. gas in here if you're buying a diesel car you can't put no other fuel in there so we have our bodies we should be putting in certain foods but if you start putting in all types of um different foods and fuels in your car that's not supposed to be in there, what happens over time and so, so we start to break down and it, it doesn't. Your car's not going to function at the highest optimal level if you're yes. putting in the, the wrong fuel. So same thing with the, with the with the with the body. If you're not eating the right foods, how can you expect your brain and everything to function at its highest, you know, pot- potential? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of processed food you eat. That's that's <laughs> awesome, <laughs> you know, and um, and I think. I think, and when I look at a lot of black entrepreneurs and stuff like that in the, in the black community, I don't see enough of them promoting health. We always talking about how we can make money, but we're not talking about health because one of the important factors that you could be successful making money and die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. And, and that's why I say that, you know, in my opinion, I think you're a well-rounded brother because I see that you're also putting out movies that's inspiration, but you're also putting out health. Yeah. And you concentrated in your film that, you know, your short film when it comes to uh um your your healthy film is that it's also a contributing factor that being black, you you're subject to more health problems. Mm-hmm. So one of our health issues is that we need to uh focus on what we're eating. We're not we're not meant to eat all this trash that we eat. Daily and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, we're not. But, but unfortunately, because of McDonald's and all these other things, think about if you're think about if you're a single mom, for example, and let's say you got like maybe three to four kids. Mm-hmm. You can go to McDonald's, buy some burgers, buy some fries, and you can feed your whole family for very cheap. And they do that on purpose. Yeah. Remember, McDonald's has social engineering too. They they go by. Yeah your brain response to certain colors. That's why McDonald's arch is the way it is because the shape of it affects your um, your system where you want to eat and the colors. Think yeah. about it. Yellow, red. Mm-hmm. When you look at the sign, you cannot be that hungry, but when you look at the sign, you've been socially engineered to say, oh, well, man, I feel a little, I feel a little hungry there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Because you drove by it. Yeah. And we got to realize that I'm not going to sit here and say that all this conspiracy stuff. I'm just going to say the elites corner the market because they know what, how to manipulate people on a daily basis. And we, a lot of us don't see it. Yeah. So when you, what you're doing is you're disrupting these elitists by promoting your book, HOE about health. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's disrupting the situation because they're not trying to hear that. Because yeah. two things is big business. Big business is people having health problems so they can constantly get all these treatment medications. Remind you, my opinion, these pharmaceutical companies got all the cures for everything we have. There's no money in curing people, but there's a lot of money in treatment. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want you to die too quick, but we want you to die eventually. Yeah. So make money while you're dying. And then we'll get the next person to come along take our treatment until they die. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why if you look at American foods to European foods, they put so much chemicals stuff in our food. If you go, if you look at a European, say, um, a, a Mountain Dew, and then look at a Mountain Dew made in the United States, it got about 60 different chemicals in it and then if you look at the European model of day Mountain mm. Dew, you'll see like natural stuff and everything. But 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 the um yeah, yeah. ingredients only will be like four or mm. five things in it. I, it's I, crazy. I, it's crazy. I think part of the situation is that um America, when they people people say it's a capitalist society, is about about making money. Well, it's true. Um to some extent it is actually true in the sense that 
A lot of the chemicals that's accepted here in the states, that's why I said if you follow Food and Drug Administration and you say that, oh, because the Food and Drug Administration says it's safe, it's safe. No, that's not true. We know that's not yeah. true. We know that they get paid under the table like anybody, like any other business, because <laughs> you know they might be part of a federal agency. They still get paid, you know, sponsor or whatever clever way you want to say, I'm gonna give you money so you can shut mm-hmm. up while I promote bad product for people, they do it as well. Yeah. And as a result of it, we got a lot of foods that's not that's bad here, but in a lot of other countries it's not even accepted. Like they don't even accept certain mm-hmm. stuff. Like you cannot put this in yeah. England, you can't put this in Norway, yeah. all those yeah. places mm-hmm. but it's acceptable here in the States and you gotta ask yourself why. Yeah. Because it's a it's a big business. It's all about money. It it's the bread, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's all, yeah, America is about money. It started off, like like I always say, they um, gave the the Indians $25. (laughs) Here, 25, yo, this is money. It gets spent. And, you know, we're not knowledgeable. Like, people talk about racism and um, slavery and stuff like that, but I said, do you honestly understand that Slavery was very big business with the cotton business and um, billions and billions of the cotton was produced per year. And America had two thirds of the cotton mm. of the entire global economy. So mm-hmm. obviously it was big business. Yeah, racism was a, an important factor. Yeah, they hated black folks, but it was big business, meaning these guys take care of their family off of it. So we go to slavery. That's pretty much the origin wow. of it. But fast forward, it's 2021 now. And this is supposed to be America for everybody. So we got to make it America. It's our, our duty to make it America yeah. for everybody. You know, I believe that we, we can get there. Yeah. Even when other people don't see the vision, I see it. It's just that it's going to be a lot of blood. It's going to be a lot of sweat, hard work, and it's going to get there yeah. one day. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and, you know, I'm not going to be like the narrow-minded people say, oh, it's always going to be like this. No. Remember, we were slaves. We're not slaves anymore. No, I mean, no. as far as the physical part, <laughs> everybody—white, black, purple, uh-huh. pink, orange—any way you put it, everybody's slaves to some extent because of the social content that's being put out there on TV on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. programming our mind. Yeah. People don't take the people take the word program and they don't look yeah. at it for what it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it programmed mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But one exactly. thing I say that's very effective that you're doing, brother Mecca, is by putting out health. Create well, you created a book for health to for us to eat right and do better because it's going to promote better mindset, positive mindset. The, a lot of stuff we eat contributes to our negative, um, negative uh, impact on our body as far as what we think and how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. So it promotes negativity. If we eat a lot better, we're going to think a lot better. It's, it's just a real simple science. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah. Why is that they not promote it? Why they don't promote yeah. mental health and physical health as the same thing? A lot of, a lot, you got some scientists out there that put it together, but a lot of them don't. Mm-hmm. And you got to why, because they've been silenced. A lot of them not allowed to put it out there. If they got too much of a big following, they don't put it out there because they know that it can disrupt to elites yeah. want you to be healthy and stuff like that. 
And they know by you eating this food and McDonald's, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm having here to try to be on a conspiracy talk, but I'm only going by facts. McDonald's, McDonald's is worried about making money. Yeah, they're going to put a few kids through college. They got the little college program and stuff like that. And I couldn't stop laughing about it. I'm like, oh, so yeah, so it's acceptable to kill a lot of us with bad food and give us high blood pressure where you and the pharmaceutical company work together. And now you guys are benefiting because, yeah, you're getting people sick. Now they have to go to the pharmaceutical company, get drugs, and then they die yeah. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Crazy. I, 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 you know what I mean, and yeah, and and it's crazy. not a race thing. They're killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> they know everybody's dying from it because yeah. anybody that's poor in America, you're gonna be subject to more fast food than people that got money. And the reason is because it's almost. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I sit there and look at a McDonald's or Burger King, it's cheaper to feed my whole family than me cook a meal for yeah. five people. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but 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 you gotta understand when we was growing up, our mothers did it. Our mothers went to the supermarket and she fed, fed family, fed two or three families with with just making food at home. That's why I said back in the day, it's a whole different atmosphere. And to today's family, today, like you said, today's family will run out and buy McDonald's. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. a McDonald's yeah. from the dollar meal and everything, and feed the whole family and stuff. So you know, it's crazy, and that's why it's more yeah. people getting sick. More, people, yeah. more, more kids got health yeah. problems. But I, 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 I like, I like your book, Whole H O E. I'm definitely gonna get the book myself, and I'm gonna look at it because your video to me was extremely mm-hmm. convincing, and apparently that. It looks as though you did so much research because the way you presented that video was so on point and it was effective. Yeah. And I was wow, so if that's effective, the video is effective, then the then the, the book might be even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, I, I could if if I could paint I wanna yeah. paint this picture that that came to my mind. I was thinking about yeah. I just got my first plant at my crib. Um, first plan I ever had, and I'm taking care of it and trying to. It's just, it's a beautiful thing to. I get up every morning, walk past it, and I'm like, look, it's getting like the leaves are getting longer, and it, they're like they're stretching out towards the towards the window, and I'm like, I never exp- I never had a plan in my life, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm I was thinking to myself like, if I gave you a plant, <laughs> let's say I gave you a brand new baby plant, you know, just the plant and the roots or whatever, and I gave it to you to bring home. See, I'm gonna paint the picture because I'm a storyteller, so maybe the story people can use it to help themselves. So, you see, what I, yeah, yes. So, so, if I gave you new new plant with instructions of you know uh-huh. what kind of soil to use, <laughs> kind of water, and how to basically nurture it, you take the plant home. Let's say you put, put the plant, and I don't know, it's like just dirt, or you put mm-hmm. it in some other 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 impotent um, dirt or soil. Um, let's say you're pouring every day. You're pouring milk into there. You're pouring milk into the soil. You pour soda in there. You're pouring just everything, not water. All right. Well, well eventually, you, you, the plant is just not going to thrive. It's, it's going to try to grow. The, the, the leaves are probably going to start turning brown. They're going to start hanging, and eventually, yeah. that plant is going to just come to a, come to a. Um, it's going to die. That plant is significant in that it's very similar to the human body, in that. The human body has also instructions of what to put in there and the foods that are going to help it to grow, 
versus the foods that are gonna help it to die. So you you be you be eating all these foods, these foods that don't necessarily belong yep. in the body. <laughs> you're gonna have the, the same result as as the plant. But the beautiful thing is that that plant, even though that plant has gotten you know been given all those foods, the plant is now irredeemable. Like you can't redeem a plant that's already dead. If it's dead, it's dead. But the beautiful thing with the human body is that it can yeah. be reversed. Even if you've been eating these foods all your life and you've acquired diseases and problems and pains and issues, all of those things can be redeemed by just making a switch. That That's the difference, the difference between you and, and, the, and the plant. The plant is dead. It's finished. But the human, human body, it wants to heal itself. It wants to grow. It wants to thrive. And if once somebody can make that switch and begin to give it the nutrients that belongs in it, they will start to see the body reverse and almost it can you can always be restored back to back to how it was originally supposed to be you know you know it is it is and um i remember the plant cells growing up as a kid (laughs) (laughs) i remember i had my mom's like you gotta get these plants you know you gotta go sell these plants and stuff so i used to go to like um it's like a home depot it was some bootleg spot that so it was like an agriculture store that my mom's used to take me to and we used to sell plants and stuff like that for like what 25 cents i go way back 25 cents for a plant Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always was around plants. My mother was a plant lover, so I always, always was around plants and everything. And plus, she used to send us to South Carolina to my grandfather. So that's how I learned how mm. to cook and how to plant stuff See? and how to survive off yeah. the land and everything. So, not, yeah. not to give you a tip for your new book that. that you should make, but I think maybe you should write a book on agriculture science as far as growing our own food because I think. Um, we're not going to have true liberation if we don't have, um, if we're not eating the right stuff. And I think maybe, you know, there's a lot of us out here that own houses and, um, and have gardens, but we don't put nothing in those gardens. It's just dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> going to put us in a better position. Yeah. So I think because the way you put that, I don't know, you just got me convinced. Like, I feel like I'm not smart put the information together the way you did and I just was sitting like damn I would have done it like that wow I wouldn't even think of that one like later down the line you could you know after this book yeah, yeah. put another book out um, agriculture science and I guess you do your research so you're a very smart guy you was a very smart guy in school so you could just put your research together and create a book or maybe a video whatever way it suits you and your comfortability um, to talk about growing food and stuff, because I think that's very important too. I think we rely on these other businesses or third-party people to buy food from, thinking that it's organic and it's not as organic as it says it is. Like Whole Foods, some of the stuff in there, the components exactly. in there, the foods and chicken and stuff, they found uh, hormones injections and stuff in it. So I'll let you know, even a place like Whole Foods, and it's funny how it's silent. It's not even being... Uh, presented on mainstream media because remember yeah. it's big business and it's owned by Amazon it's the richest company yeah. in the world practically so they could silence any news media possible they could fire all the cast if they wanted to they could pay all the money mm-hmm. fire whoever That's what but I believe our health is important and the only way we're going to get better we're going to start learning to grow on food that's why I like when it comes to um, local local groceries and stuff like that 
I tend to buy from local farmers and stuff and not like farmers that came from wherever, you know, what all over the United States. If they're a local farmer, mm-hmm. I'll buy from them food and a lot of times it's good health properties. Um you ever I, I know you know this because I know I, I you know I seen a lot of your research. Um a lot of people are under the assumption that buying fresh vegetables from um a supermarket is fresh. Nothing's more fresh than getting the frozen vegetables because the frozen vegetable actually mm-hmm. holds the nutrients. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. If it, if yeah. it wasn't for research I would never know it myself, you know. I, from your um from your video you did, you inspired me to start looking into yeah. it a little bit further. Yeah. I was already familiar with Dr. Sebi, you know, um, and his teachings and stuff like that, but I wasn't too much familiar with vegetables and produce and stuff. And then I'm um, just looking at, okay, healthy. When I, when you, when you put the video out there, healthy, uh, this and healthy that, and w- when you should eat and how you should eat and, um, certain time of the night you should eat, get enough rest. All the stuff that you put in there, which was very highly important components, it made me start thinking about vegetables. And when I came over my research, I said, "Oh, you mean to tell me frozen vegetables is more healthy than fresh mm-hmm. vegetables that you see there?" But you know that they turn it and they buy that uh yeah. fresh vegetable that see there. Because remember, once you have the vegetable out, it's already losing its potency and it's also yeah. its nutrients. But if it's frozen, that means the nutrients yeah, have yeah. been preserved. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Facts. So, um, uh, where can we find you? Like, let's say if I wanted to research Brother Emeka, where we can find you at? Like, um, like we want to know. We want to be able to look at some of your YouTube videos because I seen a few and I was inspired. I was like, wow, this is awesome. I saw one that was funny too. Like, um, what is it? Uh, with the the stripper, as she thinking that you just trying to perform an act on her, but it was a whole different yeah. concept that you didn't understand. And it's like you said, these are powerful messages. I was just looking at your videos, like, wow, this is powerful right here. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. yeah. So all my, I'm on across all platforms. Um, I'm under the same um, tag, which is at Emeka Film. Um, e M E K A. F I L L M Emeka Film, of course, Facebook and um, uh, Instagram and everything, and then YouTube is under the same thing, but with an S at the end. So it's Emeka Films, plural. Yeah, Emeka, okay. Emeka Films on YouTube, or just type in my full name, and you will see. You should yeah, be able to okay, see. Okay. Have about maybe a hundred or two, a hundred two hundred videos in there. Um, yeah. so my, my, my entire name on YouTube or my entire okay. name dot com. Okay. We'll bring you directly to my website if, if they want to check out some of the short films. Yeah, I, thought, I just thought it was awesome. I was like, wow, you have a lot of great content out there. And I think some people still didn't get a chance to see it yet. So me personally, you know, I don't have too much exposure with uh, um, social media, but I would definitely promote mm-hmm. some of the stuff on Facebook. Um, I promoted. I didn't even tag. It's funny too because yeah. your health yeah. thing. I didn't even tag you in it because I was so concerned about so many mm. people that I know that suffer from a lot of different medical problems and mm. trying to eat healthy. You know, I have conversations with family and friends, and they talk about, "Oh, I want to do better. I want to do this." So, my apologies for not tagging you in it. But the first thing I did was tag mm. other people and stuff okay. like that. The only problem I have is that if I tag you in something, you should comment on it. I don't. 
need you to call me and talk about it. No. We're promoting. Like we I think I think um with the black community we gotta focus on our promoting level. We gotta promote each other. And I think that's one of our issues. We gotta promote each other, you know. If we got a good con if we got some good content, I don't see what the problem yeah, is. That's you know? I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah facts. we don't promote it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm going to plug my thing in. You can check me out on Facebook. I'm at on Red Dot. Or you can check me out on Nappy, Nappy Red June. And on Instagram, I'm on Charles June Jr., the, my um, real name and everything. And, you know, and plus every day, every well, every morning, I always do a sound off a different topic. If you want to be involved with that, definitely come aboard and, and, and everything. If you got different topics that you want to put out there so we can educate our um, neighborhood people, you know, say black people, white people, all different race, let's educate them on our bring up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bring it up. Like, one thing I did was on, um, what's the thing? I, I did it on um, 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 the black not the um what the hell um basically I think it was um Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and the Civil Rights Movement. What's the difference mm-hmm. between that? Just to educate people on that and everything, you know, and 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 it's all different types of things. And um, I think tomorrow I'm doing I'm doing um neighborhood trauma, like 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 a lot of people that grow grew up in Park Hill, like even Staten Island. I know you grew up in Staten Island, New Brighton. West Brighton and stuff, we grew up around neighborhood trauma, like losing a childhood friend, you know what I'm saying, or um, our relatives getting locked yeah, up for, yeah. for a long period of time. Like, all of that is neighborhood trauma. Mm. And we don't get no counseling for it at all. We act like this is normal until a neighbor, just like um, um, last Thursday, mm. one of my friends from Facebook Wow. His um relative, sixteen years old, committed suicide in in um Stapleton. So mm-hmm. what what trauma was he going through? Like like you, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that I'm trying to do, trying to educate people mm. on you know what I'm saying different trauma go going in our neighborhood and everything. A lot of people think oh they just bad or or you know what I'm saying they got a problem. No, if you from Four years old, hearing hearing about your older brother friend getting killed at thirteen or twelve, and you seeing drug abuse yeah. and you seeing depression, yeah, it's uh, gonna be a problem. And I think I think that's a uh, so a big big situation, especially in our communities, because we don't look at mental health as a big issue, but it's the one of the major issues that affect. Our existence affects the way we move and the things we do because we motivated by our mental trauma. Yep. And I think that's something that need to be talking about with the community because a lot of us don't want to, um, it's like we don't want to sit down and, and talk about our situation, but I think it's important. I don't promote medication because I don't believe in anybody should get any medication mm-hmm. if they have a mental problem. I just think that we need the spiritual help, whether it's through a pastor, pastor or well, I would say a pastor, but also a trained physician as well. You know, that's yeah. not promoted medication. We don't need that. And, and it could be some brothers. You don't necessarily 
need to be some trained position, physician or whatever the case is. You could just be a regular person that's trying to like make a change in the neighborhood. We all got something to offer. And we all have situations where we can probably relate to somebody else and help them walk them through the steps for success and put them in a better position. So it's just a, it's a very important thing. And I think what you're promoting, um, Brother Emeka, as far as eating, that's one major big step that we need to focus on because I'm meant to go nowhere if we don't eat right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But but this is great. So what is your future projects like? What is the things that you're thinking about working on next um, after pandemic issues and stuff? Because I know it's going to probably be some time because everybody getting the injections and all this craziness. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this next film that I, I'm hoping to do, this is going to be the one. This is my baby right here. I've been, I've been working on it, or I guess I've been developing it for over 10 years. And the, this one's called ATAP, A-T-A-P, which stands for All Things Are Possible. Okay. And it's it's going to be um it's going to be pretty 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 uh pretty strong message. Okay. Um, okay. for a young black man, a young black woman. Um, this overall story is going to be very inspirational, and that's the one I'm hoping to to seek, you know, get the money for, so I can shoot hopefully this year if if uh, things get back to, well somewhat back to normal. But that's what people should look out for. ATAP, which is going to be a um, revolutionary film that's going to be shot, feature film, um, coming up next. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. That sound, awesome. That's, that's great. And um, and uh, just because, just in case any viewers that top in at the last minute and this whole thing, we just want to uh, reiterate where we can find you again. Forms, uh, even Google, wherever you want to go, just type in my full name, which is Emeka. That's E-M-E-K-A. And then my last name is Mbadawe, which is spelled M for Mary, B for boy, A for apple, D for David, I-W-E, Mbadawe. So across all platforms, or you could just type in on um, Facebook or Instagram, just at Emeka Film, E-M-E-K-A-F-I-L-M. Or, or, or also my whole phone is my website where you can see everything there as well. That's cool. So I, I hope to see you guys uh, would do a little collaboration on... I can see a lot of positivity in this, you know, and um, everybody has their own lane. Like when it comes to entertainment, um, like y'all doing film productions and stuff like that. I believe that we all could always come together with a project or two or share notes or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. And just remember, if y'all both need an actor, I'm oh, here. Most, nah. most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with y'all but yeah absolutely man I just want to see the success and the progress for you guys because I love to see I love to see uh, people do better you know especially coming from our community you know people that look like me in better positions trying to do positive things and send out messages you know because we all as a race of humans we all got something to contribute to each other you know I mean, it kind of was hard to look at it that way because of the whole division that was recently uh, promoted by, um, you know, our president. I'm not, I'm not political. Um, 
I care less if you support Trump. I care less if you support Biden. I'm not a political man. I just don't like division. You know, we already have division because this is America. And how can we come together and heal if everybody's promoting division? So I just like the fact that you're putting out positive materials and um, putting your message out there, letting people know that no matter where you live at, no matter what your circumstances are, you are somebody. And I think that's very important. Watch that um, lockdown love. And I think you guys need to see it. People out there, you know, if you're just tuning in now, you need to see lockdown love. It's a very good movie on Amazon. And it's by the brother Emeka. You will see if you type in lockdown love on Amazon, you'll see it's going to pop up. It shows a picture of a, a, a African woman, African um, black woman, and what a what a you know, and it's awesome. So it's a very good concept. Take your time out, watch the movie, you know, rate the movie, and um, and this brother by the name of Mecca is going to be putting out more more positive films in the future. And please stay tuned, you know, and please follow him. Bodaway.com, go to your Mecca and Bodaway on um, YouTube and you can find him on there. And the book is called Heaven on Earth. It's called HOE. It's a catchy as a catchy look. So when you look at it, you might think it was about some graphic novel, some women doing some craziness, but it's not. <laughs> it's about having heaven on earth, mm-hmm. eating right, doing better mentally because what you eat affects your physical and your mental so if you eat right you're going to have a better mental state of mind you can be more clearer and think better so it's very important it goes together so get that book it's on Amazon as well you can type in h.o.e and you'll be able to find that book on Amazon and you'll be able to uh, purchase it and take a look at it you know it's a very good book um, he also got, you know, audio books and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. And plus, and yes, plus leave comments, plus, leave your feedback. Um, we want to, you know, he wants to put out more information. So, is, I mean, put out more um, stories and books. But you guys, y'all the front line. So please leave a review on it and um, feel free, feel free to, uh, you know, promote him you know we need a lot of brothers that's trying to do something positive for our community because we don't have enough of us we have some black scholars out there black men men that's trying to do things but i think it's our duty um especially if you're a black um viewer to try to put out some information that's something positive like this brother's trying to do some things showing what you can do if you put your mind to things you know Life don't always have to be tough. You can make it, you can try to make it better as time go on. So support, support this brother here, Emeka. Yes. And he's going to um, put out some good, more films in the future. And y'all be able to see it and it can enlighten you because it's all about promote, promoting um, good mental health because a lot of negativity is nothing but on these films nowadays. So he's trying to promote something healthy. So. I think it's very important for you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. I'm grateful to be on the show. I, I look forward to yes, the next salute. Interview. Yes, sir. We, we we hope to have you again. Yes. <laughs> um, this good brother, Emeka, support his film, 
It's called uh, uh, Lockdown Love. And it's on Amazon. Amazon videos. I know everybody got a prime account because I order crazy and y'all order all so if you got an Amazon account, you got Amazon videos. So don't think for a minute. Oh, I only got an Amazon account to order stuff. No, you got videos with it. It comes with it. Come look at it. Support the support the brother. Yes. He's a uh, he's a black inspiring man that's um doing big things for our community. He's uh, putting out positive messages that can affect mm. that can help all races, not just black. So come out there, promote it, and um, wonderful. Yeah, take care, welcome. and everybody have a good one. All right. All right, brother. Thank you for the interview. We we thank you so much. Thank you. What love? Stay positive. Bring back our kings. Say, reach one, teach one, and bring back our kings. Yeah. To the youth, you are the future. Don't let them teach you different. You are kings and queens given from your ancestors. You are not the N-word or B-word to others. And even then, you're smarter than what these people call you. Don't have to be a rapper, private dancer, or a trapper. But you can be a teacher, future leader, or a doctor. Listen to your mama. Pay attention to your father. They want you to be better than the way they was brought up. Stay away from the corners. Not everyone is built for it. If you make a change, tell yours and not their story. Be who you are, there's only one you in this world And swear to God, nobody is respectful to a fraud Always be a hundred Honesty is policy, stay beyond the crowd Take charge, don't be a follower Be queens and kings, you was born to be blessed as Reach one, teach one The future is our next step, bring back our kings Reach out your hands and save our queens Time we take charge and we leave But first we bring back our queens and save our kings Save the future leaders, teach the seeds.